Welcome to the Boscov's Berks Jazz Fest channel here on the People Chronicles. A very exciting day. We are coming to you live this afternoon from the Miller Center at Rack, and we're in between shows. It's the 11th annual perennial favorite Peter White and Friends Christmas special. My name is Joe Painter, and joining us right now is none other than the one, the only, Rick Braun. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks. for taking the time. Thank you, Joe. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate this. This is kind of home to you. You're just from hail from up the road, as it's they say. It's not just kind of home. It is. It is home. I only do one other show. Well, I do two other shows in this area. Of course, the Burks Jazz Fest, which I've been doing for the last, yes. I don't know, 20 years or so. A long time. And it's wonderful. And uh, the other show I do is at the Steel Stacks in, in, Allen- oh. in uh, Bethlehem. Right. And my father right. used to work at the Bethlehem Steel. They converted it in, into a, a venue and, uh, and a museum. So. I could tell there's there's roots here. On st- I was watching the show. Fabulous, but thank you. Little thank known you. secret, he does a mean Louis Armstrong. You do. <laughs> thank you. I love <laughs> it was Louis. Great, it was well, great. I had a very emotional visit. I went to his his house. His house in uh, I think it's in Queens. I always confuse Queens and Brooklyn because I'm not a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. But uh, his house is exactly as it was when he lived there with his wife. And you can walk wow. through, and there's recordings of him talking to his wife at the dinner table and practicing. And, if you haven't been there, I highly recommend it. I'm a huge Louis Armstrong fan, and uh, it was a great day. It's interesting that you bring that up. Um, there, there have to have been people that have crossed your path uh, through through your career that you draw influence from, or you draw energy from, and you incorporate into your work. Well, I mean, the first the first person that comes to mind when you when you say that is Herb Alpert, because oh. when I was a little dude in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I learned to play along with almost all of his songs, except Zorba the Greek, which was a really hard song. And I eventually got that. Do you have down. it now? I can play it now. I can play sure. it now. <laughs> Maybe not like he plays it, but I, I could play it. So the point is, uh, you know, I, I went to uh, my mom when I was probably 12 or so. She said, come on, we're going to see a show. And went to the Allentown Fairgrounds, and I saw Herb Alpert play. And the Tijuana Brass Band? Yes, the that Tijuana Brass. And, and years later, in fact, about three years ago, I talked with Herb. Because I came out with a, a record uh, called Sings with Strings, and Herb called me con- to congratulate me on how great it sounds. And that was wow, a, that had to be a that was a, rush. a that was a Ralph Cramden moment for me. You know, yeah. by that by that I mean everybody has somebody who in their life when they when they, if you if someone would call you. And you just turn into Ralph Cramden, and all you can say is "hum and hum and hum and hum." And that—that that was my experience with Herb Alpert. So, but uh, he told me about his. Uh, you know, I mentioned to him when I managed to get it together and say a few things, and I mentioned to him how I was at that show in Allentown, and I said, you know, it meant so much to me to see you play back then. You know, it influenced my life. He said, you know what, Rick, I remember that show so well. He was it the Allentown Fair? Allentown Fair, back wow. in the day when the Tijuana Brass yeah. was, I must have been 1960, I don't know what. But he said, I remembered that show so well because it was packed. And I, I came the day before, he said, and Perry Como was playing. And it was sold out. And he said, I was so wow. nervous that nobody would come and see my show. And I said, Herb, it was it was sold out. I mean, I remember the, I was like looking around and I'd never seen so many people in my life. And he said, yeah, it was yeah, sold out. That's something <laughs> as a fan you don't think about. I mean, do you ever have those emotions at times on stage? Like you're nervous. Do you get nervous before a show? I do. I do. Sometimes, you know, I, I think I get uh, sometimes I get I always get excited. 
yeah. I get excited. And if it's if it's a special show, for instance, this is a special show. I had family here. You yeah. know, whenever I have family in the house, it always means a lot to me. Or if I have, you know, say I have some other trumpet player who mm-hmm. looks up to me and admires me, I want to do well for them. I want, you know, if I'm an inspiration for somebody, I always want to make sure that I continue to keep that inspiration for them going. Um, you know, and then there's certain venues. I mean, you, you can't help but get wound up when I play the Hollywood Bowl. I mean, if I'm <laughs> playing the Hollywood Bowl and I'm walking. <laughs> I can't even imagine. You walk towards the stage and in my dressing room is a picture of, of Judy Garland singing on the very same stage you're going to go on. And then you walk towards the hall and there's Frank Sinatra, there's Elvis, there's the Rolling Stones, there's the Beatles. And you're walking towards the stage getting ready and then the lights the night, the night sky comes up and the moon's out there wow. and it's just as far as you can see people. And it's, it, that is a feeling you can't even... Is it, is it a, almost a tangible energy? You're, oh, you're drawing from all of that and taking it out in stage. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and the interesting thing as a performer, and I've, I've come up against this, where I've had a recording of a live show. And I've played everything great except for one thing or something. And I want to go in and fix it. And I'm not able to do it because... What happens is I'll play things in front of people and in front of an audience that I can't play when I'm sitting in the studio because that energy fills you up and it inspires me to play things that that are almost outside of myself. And it's it's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. It's the high that all musicians live for standing in front of an audience. And as an audience member, it's the high that we look for. Where you're connecting with yeah. us, and you did that on stage here this evening, and that's a beautiful thing. You do that at Jazz Fest w- uh, as well, the Boscovs Brooks Jazz Fest. Yeah. And you're coming back for that. You're, n- yes. you're not going to skip out of town. Oh, no, no, no. I think I'm playing three or four shows when I come. I mean, John Ernesto is, is awesome? absolutely awesome, and I just love that man. Um, and his family and what he does for music in this area mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people don't realize you know how much air traffic control he has to do and how many fires he puts out on it's a remarkable daily. it is <laughs> and knowing who fits in what venue and mm-hmm. how who you know mm-hmm. and, and on top of it we all for me the burke's jazz festival is like band camp for adults you know band camp. Where you <laughs> that's a good way to put it. and you guys do things like that band camp for kids and and you give back to the community and we are grateful for that well, here in, in burks county we appreciate it so much thank you for your time rick a wonderful holiday and we can't wait to see you in april this year that's it'll be a pleasure to be here and come on out support this event it's an amazing event the burks jazz fest the only thing like it in the entire country rick braun thanks <laughs>